0: Hey, gorgeous! Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different on the podcast, and I'm going to talk about a personal experience, um, something that's been going on with me, what the Lord's really been showing me here this first month of 2023, and how it's been such a wonderful, enlightening, just God-filled experience for me. Hey, there, lovely! Welcome to Personal Style for Christian Women. Are you tired of walking into your closet and feeling like you have nothing to wear? Do you feel frustrated when you look in the mirror and feel frumpy and icky in your clothes? Do you want to build a wardrobe that is authentic, timeless, and easy in a way that honors God and His plan for beauty and femininity? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a crazy busy homeschooling mom of six. I used to look in the mirror frustrated and uncomfortable in my clothes and wish that I could just look and feel good and maybe get a compliment from my husband. I wanted to have fewer clothes that I really loved, discover my personal style to feel joyful and creative, and appreciate my body at every size and stage. But I was terrified what people would think if I dressed for myself and let go of trends and expectations. Then I discovered how to have confidence in the way God created me and His plan for beauty. In this podcast, you'll find style tips from color to body type, the magic of having less with a capsule wardrobe, and biblical mindset tips so you can bring your inner beauty to the outside. So go put in your favorite earrings, fix that hair, and let's dig in. Are you desiring a community of faith-led women to explore style and beauty? Come join the Facebook group at ChristianStyleCommunity.com. Inside, you'll find community with other believers, style challenges, and inspiration to explode your confidence and feel good in your clothes. I'm going to be talking about fasting today. And before I get into it, I just want to point out that it's been a long time since I've partaken of a spiritual fast. It's been well over a decade. I told myself all these years that I couldn't do it because I was nursing. And to be honest, I had a lot of valleys where I didn't really feel like it was something I needed to do in my spiritual life or really wanted to do in my spiritual life. And so I had a lot of excuses at the end of 2022, I guess towards the beginning, actually, um, everyone starts talking about their word for the year, you know, they're starting to focus on something. And I'm not really a big word of the year person. But God started to whisper something onto my heart anyways. And the word that he gave me was restore. And I got really excited because I love the idea of restoring these places that have been dry and sort of neglected and these areas where I've been really been praying for um, just spiritual growth and and growth in general over the last several years. And then I posted that somewhere in a Facebook group and someone said, oh yeah, I, I had a similar concept. And then I started to look into it and I came across this idea that. When it comes to furniture and restoration, you have to actually strip it down to its strip it down first before you can restore it. And I started to feel a little bit less excited because I don't think any of us really like that stripping down process because it's really a season of pruning, which can feel so painful. You know, the things that God asks us to let go of. And so I was pretty apprehensive at that point about what God had for me for 2023 And about this time, as I was ruminating over excitement for restoration and then then apprehension over even more pruning, I was offered the chance to participate in a 21-day New Year's fast. And I had already committed to doing a Whole30 for health reasons. And I thought, you know what, why don't I just dedicate my Whole30 to the fast? Um, I'm already giving up sugar and coffee and dairy and all kinds of other things so why not just go ahead and dedicate the sacrifice that i'm already going to be making for health benefits to god and just see what he does and do this thing do this fast and jump all in and if you're not familiar with fasting as a spiritual discipline it is mentioned multiple times throughout the old testament and the new testament as a way to really draw near to god right to to lean on him in these seasons of desiring or wanting, you know, you're fasting, It, you remove something from your life and it doesn't have to be food. It can be social media. It can be anything that, that steals your joy or your time from you, um, right? Or just a season of, of sacrificing a little bit to, to draw nearer to God and to really be able to hear his voice. So I actually joined a fasting group and we had Zoom calls a couple times a week that were just prayer calls and inspiration, and at the beginning of my fast, I thought about what I wanted God to do, what I, what I really desired, what I was praying for, what I really wanted, and I'm just going to read it directly out of my prayer journal for you guys, and just full of transparency, um, and then kind of show you what God did in this season for me. And so what I wrote down was, Lord, I pray for freedom and breakthrough during the fast. I pray for supernatural time management in this next season. I want to feel your hand growing and bounding in my family and marriage, my home and my business. I know I will see you move in powerful ways. Restoration is coming. So really, there were a lot of things I was asking for in the season. Um, I was asking for freedom, breakthrough to see God move in powerful ways. I wanted supernatural time management. I'm in a crazy busy season with my business right now. I've got a lot of things going on. And I just wanted God to give me the time management and the energy to push through. And then I wanted to see his hand in my family and my marriage and my business. So I'm going to just kind of share what actually happened during the fast and what God actually did and how it ended up being Very different than what I expected, but such a tremendous blessing and such a rich, sweet (laughs) blessing from the Lord. And I've heard it said that sometimes we don't see all the results of the fast immediately in the fast, that they can come later. And I fully expect that God has got so much other good things coming, um, whether it's because of the fast or because of other reasons. But I know that he is faithful um, to bless us. And to help us gain ground when he's calling us into a place. But I want to just tell you what I actually got from the fast. And before I go into this, I want to make note that the topic I'm going to be discussing is one that is possibly controversial in Christian circles, And what I need you to understand is that this is an area of personal conviction. Um, It is not in any way um, a salvation issue. It's one of these what we consider in like theological circles to be like a tertiary or even quaternary um, issue. And it's one of these areas where, you know, you you have to come to God and, and you have to. God has to come to you and it has to be a decision that feels authentic to your relationship with God, your spiritual journey, um, your relationship with your husband and all of these areas. And so know that when I talk about this, I am in no way saying that I think that you need to do this, nor am I judging anyone who chooses not to do it. Um, that's not the case at all. Um, and also want to point out that I in no way feel more righteous because of what's going on with me in this area. I just want to share because what it really showed me was God's goodness and his faithfulness and His his sweetness sometimes when we follow through on what he's asking us to do. So let me jump back just a little bit to the end of 2022. Around the beginning of the school year, so August, September, I really renewed my Bible study time, my prayer life, um, and I was really just starting to dig in more to, to... Sp- spending time with God in the mornings and being really intentional about it, which can be really hard when you have small kids because you don't get enough sleep and you never know what time you're going to get up, especially as a stay-at-home mom. You know, sometimes you have the ability to sleep in or make up for that baby waking up five times a night. And so mornings can just feel really chaotic and crazy. But I really took the time to start being intentional and to make time for the Lord first thing in the morning. And one of the things that he started to show me at the end of the year was – um, part of passage in 1 Corinthians 11 about our hair and about how our long hair is the glory, uh, our glory in Christ, our glory in God. And I just immediately felt like it was time for me to grow my hair. And I have worn my hair short for a very, very long time. Um, for probably the better part of the last 30 years, my hair has been short much more often than it's been long. Um, funny story I actually grew my hair out when I was um, in my early 30s I was ready to start like settling down and finding a husband and my hair had been short and I was like again it was one of those promises from God I was like you know what I should probably grow my hair it kind of says in the Bible I'm going to grow my hair about Um, men find it more attractive and I did and my husband um, met me with long hair and married me with long hair and then after our first baby I cut it off again So um, just to tell you, you know, my hair hasn't been long since I had my second child, which was 2015. It's been a long time. But I just felt good about it. It felt okay. Um, All my vanity thoughts about how I looked with my hair long disappeared. And I trusted that God would just Make it, make it work, and make a way. And one of the other areas that I had really started to feel stressed about in my personal life, in my my overall life and schedule in general, was that how long it took me sometimes to. Um, Just take a shower and get ready and dry my hair in the mornings. And it always felt really chaotic because I like to take a bath in the mornings and wash my hair. And that would take cut into my time for cooking breakfast and cut into my time with the Lord and cut into my time doing homeschool and just it felt like this big thing in the middle of my day. I didn't want to take a bath at night and wash my hair because my hair looked all crazy in the morning because it was short. You know, you can't really control short hair. When you sleep on it, it gets really insane. And so I feel like this was his answer to a lot of these thoughts I had had and these hangups I had about, you know, my time and my hair and how I was spending my time. But he went even further <laughs> in this passage with me during the fast. The truth is, I don't even really remember the first time he really laid it on my heart during this period to think about what I'm going to talk about. And I'm talking about head covering. Okay, First Corinthians 11, I'm going to be talking about head covering. That's what we're talking about. I don't even remember exactly what was happening when he laid it on my heart the first time. But I remember just thinking, "Huh. Okay, I'll look into that, all right? I You know what, God, you laid it on my heart. I'll pray about it. We'll see what happens." And so I'm pretty sure the next morning during my Bible time, I opened up my passage and I started looking at that passage. And I went and I looked at the Greek language and I went and I read commentary and I went and I read a lot of different things from different sides. I read testimonies of women who had been covering and how it had impacted them. Um, I looked at, you know, the different reasons why women cover. Um, the history of head covering, like I went all in, guys. You got to understand, like I am an academic mind kind of person. I'm very analytical. I like to study things from all perspectives. But the funny thing is, at the end of the day, it's just what he asked me to do. And after I had studied this in depth, and I had kind of gotten to a place where I was like, okay, I am okay being obedient to this. I know it's going to be uncomfortable, especially with certain people in my life um, and in different areas. But you know if this is what you're calling me to do, like I'm willing to be obedient here. And so the next step for me was to discuss it with my husband, right? Because ironically enough, head covering is a symbol of submission. So if I'm not willing to talk to my husband about this area, maybe I kind of have it all wrong in the first place. And to my surprise, he was completely supportive and on board from the beginning. He has friends from when he was younger. And the wife actually has been covering for a long time. So this was not something at all unfamiliar to him. He was very supportive. And once I had, you know, God writing this information, like God drawing me to this information. um, I had the Bible backing me up. I had study. I had all this study that really just impressed upon my heart, you know, that this is what God intended for me in this season of my life. And then I had confirmation from my husband and so I jumped on the train, and I ordered some things to start covering and looked into some different 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 ways it's done and kind of figured out my own process. But one of the things that I was really concerned about, other than feeling uncomfortable and being judged by some of the people close to me, actually, not really strangers, I could care less what strangers think about me, but mostly just some people in my life who would be really thrown by what was going on. One of my big concerns was how it was gonna affect my business. Um, because I'm here, you know, I am a Christian image consultant. I work with Christian women, but I recognize that head covering is not for everyone. I realize that it's such a personal and it can be such a divisive conversation. Um, and I was so, I was worried. I was worried that like, it was going to hurt my business that it was going to hurt how people perceived me that it was going to be a big deal. And God, y'all showed up in this way. And I'm crying because it's just still to me so sweet what he did. But, um, I, you know, I, I went into my Facebook group that I've invited you to join and I, I just put it out there just like I've done with you. I've been like, you know what, this is what God's calling me to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be obedient. My husband's on board. Um, this is what it means to me. I don't expect it of you. And the response from my group was really sweet because they're amazingly sweet women. Um, and it was wonderful. But what the, the thing that happened next, um, is really where God just blew me away. Um. Someone, a a few days later, I started getting like dozens of requests to join my group, dozens of requests to join my Facebook group, and I didn't know where it had come from. I could tell because of the way things had come in that someone had shared my group somewhere, uh, but I didn't know where. It wasn't somewhere that I was an active member, and as 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 the requests kept coming in, I have some intake questions, and the thing that kept coming up was that, Um, Everybody who joined was talking about modesty and head covering and dressing for the Lord. And it ended up being over 100 people that joined. And I was so blown away because here I am. I'm doing this thing that feels so uncomfortable because God has asked me to do it right. Because I just want to be obedient because I truly believe from the depths of my soul that obedience to God does bring blessing in our lives and it's happened to me in so many areas and i could tell you a whole other podcast about this but it's just been such a rich area for me with God to be obedient and he's asking me to do this thing that doesn't make sense to a lot of people and i was really scared and i was i was concerned but i did it anyways and then for him to come back within a week and just be like you know what thank you my daughter for being faithful <laughs> thank you for being obedient. Here is this blessing I'm going to give you because you've done what I've asked and because you've been honest and true in your relationship with me. And so God did move in powerful ways. He gave me tremendous breakthrough, like such freedom. I feel joy at this direction in my life. Um, It feels really good. It feels authentic. It feels like exactly what God has for me. And I don't know how it's going to play out um, in my business long term. I don't know how it's going to play out in my family. Um, I don't know if the other things I prayed for, what's going to come of them either. I just know that this is what God gave me during my 21 day fast. Um, And it's been just a blessing. It's been beautiful. It's been a, a wonderful reminder of God's faithfulness and God's goodness to us, and how He is holy and righteous and deserving of our praise. And I know this episode really didn't have a lot to do with fashion, other than the fact that um, head covering itself is a whole new level of fashionable accessorizing, and I really love that creative aspect of it. But what I really want to encourage you today with is, what is God asking you to do in obedience that feels hard? or it feels uncomfortable, or you just don't want to do it. It doesn't have to be related to your style or your fashion, but I just want to encourage you, if God is asking you to step into that space of obedience, do it. Do it, because He's so good, and He blesses us so much when we're obedient. And I know it can feel hard. I know it can feel really scary. And I know you can be worried what other people are going to think, but at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter because the joy and the peace that you're going to get from following God and his will for you is so much greater than what the world is going to give you. And so I just want to close this one out with a prayer. Father, thank you for your holy righteous goodness. Thank you, God, for your word, which instructs us. Thank you, God, for the Holy Spirit writing these things on our heart, reminding us of what you've said, reminding us of what you've done urging us into greater obedience and greater growth and greater sanctification in you as we lose ourselves, as we let go of our flesh, as we dig in to what you've called us to be, to who you've called us to be. Father, I pray that for my sisters, if you're asking them to do something hard in obedience, that you would give them the courage and the strength to step out. I pray abundant blessing for obedience over everyone listening today. He cares for you so much greater than the sparrows. He cares about every hair on your head. He created you fiercely and wonderfully. And I love that verse because at the end it says marvelous are his works. Let him make you marvelous, sister. Let him do the work. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've listened to this whole thing, thank you so much. This really has been such a growth area for me, and it has felt so uncomfortable, but I couldn't be quiet about what God has done. I had to give him the glory, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at ChristianStyleCommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed, be radiant.